So Many Bits is brought to you in part by the Second Wind Collective. For more quality podcasts like this one, please visit secondwindcollective.com for details. Again, that's secondwindcollective.com. Well, Happy New Year, Cliff. Happy 2016. Good to see you here. Thank you. I'm glad to have been invited to this party. It is a one heck of a party. Yeah, you know, uh, Trump Tower is surprisingly easy to book on short notice. So I was glad you could make it out here so we could just, you know, celebrate the new year together as a podcast team. Yeah, it's pretty nice. You know, I... I haven't been up in the uh, Trump Tower before. It's nice. There's quite a spread of appetizers. Yes, yeah. I, I really enjoyed, you know, the, the weenies and the croissants and, I, I, you know, the deviled eggs. A lot of deviled eggs. There were a, a, probably more deviled eggs than they needed to have. And I like the fact that they had uh, weenies and croissants separate from each other. Traditionally, those are served, you know, together as pigs in blanket. But, you know, that's what if people don't want croissants, but they want the hot dog, you know? That's... They're really catering because you could take a weenie and the croissant, eat them at the same time, you know, and more or less achieve the same thing. But they're thinking of the people who don't want to do that necessarily. They're being flexible. They're thinking of it from different angles. And the world of hors d'oeuvres is pretty stale, pretty stagnant. So I'm I'm glad they found some new ground to break there. It's been it's what was the most recent revelation in the world of appetizers of hors d'oeuvres? Was it the mini quiche? I think it was probably the mini quiche. And that was that was like at least ten years ago. So, like I, I wanted to say the, like the mini cheesecake, but mm. that's really an offshoot of the mini quiche. I mean, it's just the miniization. Yep, the, I, the miniaturization. Is the big yep, thing that there. was it. That was the whole. That was the big, you know, revelation at the time. They said, "Well, let's take things and we'll, you know, make them smaller." And that was, uh, in all honesty, that was probably the creation of the appetizer in itself. Somebody had something that was larger, and then it came out smaller, and they said, well, we'll just serve it before the meal, and then that was uh, how the appetizers were created. The mini quiche might be the last true boom period we'll see for appetizers. I mean, it might just be all downhill from here. It could be. Honestly, we're just going to have to wait it out. What do you think, if anything, is going to be the next big revelation in appetizers? I think we're bringing back chicken wings. I, I yeah. think it's. I think they've been kind of boxed into a corner as like a, a sports bar food for too long. They're, they're, people think they're too messy. Mm. Well, I don't. I think you can have a plain chicken wing and just eat that, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Would you imagine that uh, there would be dry chicken wings, but then perhaps dips for the chicken wings as well to go along with them, or would that just bring up the whole messiness issue again no that could be the that could be the missing link because right now they're too busy slathering the chicken wing in sauce and it's all over your face it's on your hands you have no place to wipe that off mm. i mean i don't know if you've ever been to duff's wings in buffalo but they serve you a bowl of chicken wings there's a bowl of soup of hot sauce soup with you by the end of that meal mm. it, the dipping solves the whole problem i mean we had ranch dip but I don't think we've ever explored uh, just having the barbecue sauce dip there, the the honey mustard sauce, you know? Yep. Open it up. Yeah, may as well. You know, you may as well. And then you can d- just give people the option of using the dips for anything. I mean, the chicken wings are going to be there. People are going to see that. People are in- going to be inclined to want to, you know, use the dips for the chicken wings. But then they're going to think, oh, we can use the dips for other things as well. So it's really just opening up a whole lot more customization. 
that's what yeah that's that that's really going to be a big step forward i mean that really revolution revolutionizes anything any other appetizer can be dipped you can take your pigs in a blanket you can dip it you can take your mini quiche you can dip that you know i you could absolutely dip both of those i didn't even think that you could do that i would think oh i've if i were eating a pig in a blanket i would almost you know pre-plan to you know think it's going to be dry right if i'm going to have it it's going to be a dry thing oh i'm going to need a drink to wash it down because it's going to be so dry but you know with a dip you're, you're not going to have that problem you could just destroy a whole platter you know it feels like i need to to write this down i'm trying to get the new year off to a good start mm. i should be doing something with that this idea for the new year mm-hmm. you really should a new year's resolution if you will yes yeah you know i i mean it's it's I don't know it's cliched, but I, I do have some New Year's resolutions. I, I you know, okay. I want to try. Yeah, yeah, I want to try drinking tea. Oh. I, I want to try and make that a thing. You're gonna. That's gonna be your new thing. Now, what do you? Yes. What? How much of a thing are you gonna do? Because some people will say like they want to go and like they want to exercise and they buy a bunch of like shoes or workout clothes or something like that. You want to drink tea? Have you purchased a kettle? No. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> No, well, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't mean to offend you. I guess you're one of those uh, tea purists who just boils water on the with a pot in the stove. I just mean I didn't think that far ahead. I just figured that I would, you know, there are plenty of places that just sell you the tea pre-made. I would just get that. Oh, oh, really? So you're not? Oh, gosh, no. That's you're. See, you're going to offend some of the tea, uh, the tea enthusiasts around there who self-brew or homebrew, uh, if you oh. will. They're going to say, you know, that tea that you're going to buy in stores. That's Ah, that's just not going to be as good as it could be. You know what I mean? Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. I love. You know, I'll drink tea from stores. That's perfectly fine. But I'm saying there's a tea scene, and uh, it's all about the homebrew. All right. You know, man, I, th- I thought I had a plan here, but it sounds like it's kind of half baked. I'll look into the kettle. Maybe, maybe for the first month, I'll just like buy a Starbucks gift card, and I'll have to. I'll have to order tea there that'll really box me in on my buying options if I have a Starbucks gift card. If I get, you know, like a Target gift card, I might not buy tea with it. Right. And then if, if it works out, I'll get that kettle and I'll move into the home brewing. I see. But then what's to stop you if you have a Starbucks gift card? You get there and you're like, hmm, do I want tea or do I want a cookie instead, you know? That feels like a really bad value proposition. I, I mean, granted, there are lots of bad value propositions at any given Starbucks, but... Mm-hmm. Man, I, I can get a good cookie from, like, a Mrs. Fields or just, like, a... I mean, if I wanted the overpriced cookie, I could get, like, a food truck cookie. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I went to a uh, Starbucks drive through recently, which is always an odd experience, but uh, I wanted a ginger molasses cookie. You know the ginger molasses cookie? And yeah. I was told that they were they didn't sell those anymore. So I, I that particular Starbucks... All I know is that that particular Starbucks wasn't selling them anymore. I don't know if this is a bigger trend, but if it is, it's horrifying. It could be an off-menu item, and you got someone who is new and they don't know about it. Like a lot of these places, the the cooks and stuff, the preparers, if they're around for a long time, they'll remember those old items and how they're prepared. Mm. And well, maybe those maybe these cookies are actually made in advance. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's on that note. That is one of my New Year's resolutions: is to find out what goes into making those ginger molasses cookies. Because if I'm not going to be able to buy them anymore, then I'm going to want to have some sort of uh, way to produce them myself. And then I can get in the whole, you know, homemade cookie scene, which is huge. It's right up there with the homemade tea scene. You know, it's it's big. Now, see, it seems more like 
that's just baking. I mean, you're going to learn how to bake then, it sounds like. Mm. No, not everything. Not everything. Just just cookies. And not even cookies, just like that one specific type of cookie. Because uh, the key is specialization. You know what I mean? It's like when you're playing a game, you can't put all of your experience into every single different trait. Other, You know, you won't be super powerful in one thing. you got to pick one thing, and that's what you got to do, you know? So I'm picking baking. Yes, that's true in the same way that I'd be prioritizing offense. But instead of doing all the offense, all the different types of cookies, I'm doing my one type of offense. I'm going short swords, and it's the ginger molasses cookie. So that's my goal. Uh, okay, I think I understand. You're min-maxing. You might unlock a special technique somewhere down the skill tree of making ginger molasses cookies that makes them exceptionally good or synergizes with a technique that you already know. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. That's my plan. Well, it's my resolution. We'll see if it. We'll see if it happens. You know what I mean? Because it could be the second week of January, and I'm like, well, I'll just now, I'll just never eat those cookies again. You know? We'll see. Those metaphorical gym clothes lie still in the box mm-hmm. in your bedroom from Christmas that you you asked for nicely and and obligingly someone purchased them for you, but they never get used. Yep. My goodness. Do you have any gifts uh, that you ever asked for and then you received and then you never used? Yes, definitely. I asked for a new Sega Game Gear. Oh, I see. Yes, and that that system is very bad. It's a very bad system, Cliff. Oh, okay. Well, I got one from my parents. Should I return it right now? Is that what you're saying? I would say that it might be difficult to return it at this time. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's you, what you that know, all sales are final thing meant. You know, with parents, it's just you got to say thank you so much. I love it. And then, even if they never see it again, they may assume that you still enjoyed it. They just can't know that you sold it or returned it. Oh, I'm am t- sorry. I don't don't misunderstand. I'm not I'm not getting it for myself. I'm getting it for them because oh, yeah, because oh. they love the Sega library of games, but they're always talking about how they can only play it in the living room. So I figured I'd get them something portable so they can enjoy it on the go. Okay, so I mean, yeah, there's all the Sega Game Gear hits out there that you could play. There there's you know, uh, Sonic in Triple Trouble. There's World Series Baseball. There's WWF Raw. Yep, my I, my dad keeps talking. He's like, you know, I love baseball, but I more specifically, I love 1993's interpretation of baseball. But I just can't find a way to play it on the go. And he's looked on his iPhone, and he just can't find anything. So that's a I, a little bell went off in my head, and I thought game gear so that's pre-labor outage cliff that could be the thing that's driving him to that era where the game was more pure before the players got self-interested and shiftless yeah well that's he's not really into shiftlessness so works no i I, I, yeah i could see that i could see it i know your dad very well yeah so i can see that you can see that uh what uh, do you have any other resolutions that you're trying out for this year well i feel like i i buy too many video games and I never play them. It is a yeah. big problem. So I, yep. I don't. I want to spend more time playing the games I already own. That is so strange because that is my third New Year's resolution. It's on <laughs> your the list. Third, yes. Your third resolution. Yeah, my first one was figure out how to make the ginger molasses cookie, and my third one is to play all of the games or play the games that I already own. It, this really begs the question, what is your second resolution? <laughs> oh, I want to see if I can uh, swim fast enough to just, like, skim over the top of the water. That's ridiculous. Like, you know... Um, <laughs> how, do you, how, do you even, how do you even imagine doing that? Well, it's... You ever seen the movie Incredibles? You know? 
dash, yeah. running on the water, evading those uh, blade helicopter things that are chasing after him. That's pretty much what I want to do. So I can't run on water, but I can swim in water. So I figure it's just sort of a transitional sort of thing. I'll swim fast enough, then eventually I'll be running on the water. It's just practice. Well, I won't count you out then. I, it okay. sounds like you have a plan, and just it's the execution that's what matters, and I have faith in you. Thanks. Thank you. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Well, it sounds like, though, we have the same resolution, basically, mm-hmm. uh, that we both want to play more of the games we already own. Uh, I think, rather than leaving it up to ourselves, because I get into analysis paralysis, you know, when I see, like, eight games to play. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it might be fun if I pick a game for you to play from your library, and you pick a game to play from my library. That sounds great. That sounds like an excellent idea. Well, good. I'm glad. I, I, you know, I, I appreciate validation on my ideas. Sometimes I, I feel like if I just shout them out into the world and no one responds, it's, that's the same as rejection. No, so I'm, you I'm have, glad you're so... You have some pretty good ideas, you know, every now and then, right? Like I was telling every you... Every now and then? Well, yeah, not all the time. Not all the time. But some of them are pretty good, right? So that one time I said that my clothes were always super wet and you said, hey, you should put them in the dryer. That changed my life man i haven't even you know been wearing wet clothes ever since you told me about that so that was super super helpful and uh, but you know you have had some bad ideas you know that one time i said hey it's pretty cold in my apartment you said turn on the oven open the door to the oven and that'll Do you know how warm it gets in an oven i 400 degrees fahrenheit that's pretty hot i understand but it's just it's very localized around the area and ultimately, it was just it racked up the electricity unnecessarily. So it was it was warm in the area. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't it wasn't a bad idea, but maybe not the best. You know, it comes down to execution again. Yeah. The execution of the idea. The oven wasn't up to it. Is what That's I'm hearing. It. That's it. So, uh, in uh, in the interest of games, though, uh, from looking at your list, I noticed that you don't have very many hours on your copy of Half Life. And I think on our podcast, I'm on record as saying that I enjoy Half-Life 2. And I think you, you may have mentioned that. Yeah, good boy. Uh, I look further down the list, and it seems as though you also own Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Half-Life 2 Episode 2. And you haven't played either one of those. Mm, yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I, I know. I'm not sure which order. It seems like every, every franchise now needs the right order to play through. And I'm just not sure the right order to consume the games. Mm. Well, Half-Life 2 would be where to start. And then Episode 1 and then Episode 2. Now, admittedly, that's confusing. Because you would think Episode 1 has to be the first one, right? But no, it's the one that you got to play second. Yeah, I mean, by modern logic, Half-Life would be the gritty modern reboot of the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, I'm not hearing that at all. I'm hearing Half-Life 2 is where I begin. Yes. Yep, that's where you start. All right. Well, you know, it sounds like I should play Half-Life 2. I know you really enjoy that game, and I know it's one of the classics of the PC console, mm-hmm. if you will, over the last you know 15 years. So, I, yeah, I will play Half-Life 2. Excellent. And, you know, as for you, uh, Cliff, I've, you know, I'm taking a look at your list of games on your Steam library. Okay. And... I want you to take a look at Batman Arkham Asylum. Okay. All right. I uh, have played a little bit of that on different uh, platforms, but not nearly enough to know anything about it, other than the fact that it's Batman and he's at some sort of Arkham Asylum. You know, that's a very apt analysis of the game and the story. 
the feeling with these games is, you know, there, there are four of these Arkham games out there now, and they mostly, in, in, big, in a big picture, play the same, and that you're roaming around and trying to solve a crime, but I feel like Batman Arkham Asylum does the best out of all of them of getting the feeling of a Batman story and being reasonably paced and reasonably plotted within the confines of the game they're making. And all, all, every game is meant to take place over like a one night period, but this is a, a story that can be told in one night also. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you've sold me. I'll look into it. All right. Uh, and just, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just, uh, I'm, that's all I'm doing. Just making okay. some noises. There's bugs. No, I'm good. trying to scare them away. Oh, man. I didn't know they had infestation in Trump Tower. Maybe we should leave. Yep. There's... Yep. We really should. All right. Well, you know, let's say our goodbyes. Okay. The spirit of Del compels you. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yes, We're going to get out of here before the uh, bugs... Ah, before the bugs get uh, get into us a little bit more. Spirit, spirit of Del compels you. Spirit of Del compels you. Bye. Spirit, spirit of Del compels you. Bye.